rescue op, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? week we're back to discuss minute 12 of Fallen Kingdom but before we get to that David uh, heading over to Jurassic-Pedia.com we got a big article up here from um, uh, Trodon Formosus on Bison Valley uh, this area location for the final act or third act of uh, Dominion bit of a ride up here in the valley and uh, the full species list that we know of uh, at the end of the film that uh, is currently inhabiting the valley and yeah currently uh the animals we know that still exist by the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bioson Valley is probably one of, probably is my favorite location of the entire movie just because it's so beautifully done and the um, whole set design is so well done. <clears throat> I do. I really love it. We um we discussed when we'll start to see some of the behind the scenes uh, pictures coming off set of just some of that the moss, the extra moss and everything being added to trees just to make it look even more sort of ancient and prehistoric. Uh, we don't get to see a lot of it in the film, unfortunately, because we've got the, the dam sequence in the ice and that sort of stuff as well. So there's only a couple of uh, main shots, main action sequences in the forest itself. But I think what we see on uh, on screen, especially the uh, when the Ferrazinosaurus goes after Claire and that, just the, the jungle looks, the, the forest looks fantastic. Oh, it does. They really went hard on the set design. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't need to, but they did that for us. Mm, yep, yep. And of course, the crown jewel in the valley is uh, Bison headquarters as well. Ahead of the valley with the... Uh... Well, it's weird because we got the trailer photos here as one of the uh, story photos. And um, it's clearly in the middle of the valley with the river running through it. Where we know from the film it's sort of set up. Uh, much like the visitor center was in the original Jurassic Park novel, up in the, the, the northern mountains or at the end of the valley, anyway. Uh, so I could look down over the entire entire stretch of the valley from the control room and that. So, but no, good little article here, and um, it sort of gives as again it gives us that list of the at least the 20 species that um, we know are still alive at the end of the film. Uh, what ones may pop up? In Camp Cretaceous, which is about to drop on Netflix, um, we do not know yet, but um, it'll be interesting to find out. Also interesting too, how many of these they took from sauna. <laughs> we know they um, they liberated some animals from sauna. It's mentioned in the film. I just wonder, wonder if any of these. Uh, well, we know for sure Tyrannosaurus Rex. We get the the pair at the end of the film, so we know mm-hmm. they'll definitely take them from sauna. But for more on Bison, more on Dominion, and more on Jurassic, head over to Jurassic-pedia.com for this article and many more. Hello? May I speak with Miss Deering? Uh, yes, this is Claire Deering. Good morning. I'm calling from Mr. Benjamin Lockwood's estate. Would you mind holding for a second? Yes, of, of course I'll hold. All right, Dave, we're in again in minute 12. I am. Minute 12 of Fallen Kingdom opens with a breaking news bulletin from Capitol Hill and ends with Claire holding. Claire holding. <laughs> She's going to hold for Lockwood. <laughs> but before we get to there, uh, as the minute opens, Zia calls out, calls to Claire uh, that it's on, 
i.e. their TV. Uh, Claire grabs the TV remote and turns the volume up. And um, one little interesting thing here, we do have the clock on the back wall that matches the uh, the time on the news broadcast as well. We, I think we've called out every time we see a watch or a clock in these films, it's always different. <laughs> it was more so the uh, the time of filming and not the time in real in world when it's supposed to take place, but mm-hmm. they actually get one to match up here. <laughs> um, and also there's a fundraiser goal poster on the uh, wall to the right. Um, looking at it, they've raised $2,000 with a goal of $10,000. Um, I, I haven't looked into buying remote islands or sanctuaries for dinosaurs, but I'm pretty sure you need more than ten grand. <laughs> yeah, probably. yeah. <clears throat> maybe there was just a sessional goal like they had already raised other money and the 10,000 was for one specific small part it could even just be the planning like yeah they want to save the the, the dinosaurs but they sort of need a, a business plan if you will and they need the 10 grand to set that to either then go back to congress go to any rich millionaire and um or billionaire and say here this is what we want to do this is how much money we need and all that sort of thing as well but mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm sure there's uh pre-law students and that in the dpg as well that are there at a university doing volunteer work or whatever to set that sort of stuff up as well but i just yeah i thought ten thousand was a little low considering what their main goal is and in interim i'm surprised we don't get a drop line from mills later when the auction's happening just how much money he, he paid or how much it costs to get the animals there so we had sort of a, a an idea of how much how much Operation Harvest would have been for InGen back in the day. We know creating all the vehicles and doing all the the rounding ups not cheap. Well, I do think that he kind of makes it. He does imply that he's spending a lot of money on this venture. That might also be a reason why why we're only auctioning off an ankylosaur for five five million or whatever whatever those end numbers are. Like if he's only looking to pay back. Uh, expenses plus profit on top there may be a reason there why he's not sort of going for super profits but we'll we'll get there <laughs> mm-hmm. um the newscast changes to a spokesman uh, after thorough deliberations the committee resolved to recommend no, not to recommend any action regarding the de-extinct creatures on isla nubla this is an act of god and while of course we feel great sympathy for these animals <laughs> pause there uh we cannot condone government involvement on what amounts to a privately owned venture which truly and, and really that's a that's the government saying well we're not going to stand in on a private island and um do something when it's not really our responsibility mm-hmm. and really we're not we don't want to pay to do this when it's not our our predicament our issue our our, our need to do to do it so <clears throat> Yep. <laughs> Not my problem. It's basically what he's saying. <laughs> and it, it is a shame we don't get anything at all from Masrani if they're just sort of whether the 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 payouts ended the company. Um, we know from Jurassic World they had hundreds and hundreds of little subsidiaries and all that sort of thing. So some things would have stopped, other things wouldn't have. Um, we just don't know what the what the outcome of Masrani is, what their mm-hmm. involvement or what their even thoughts on it are, and if if they could stop what Mills is doing, um, or what we learned Mills is going to be doing with getting the islands. We don't even know what happens to Ingen after after the first Jurassic World movie. It's literally never well, mentioned. We'll wait and see if Dominion uh, poked any. <clears throat> um, 
poked any arrows at InGen, and they didn't. So I think we can pretty much confirm now that, as Hoskins said, InGen was Chapter 11 once that sun came up the next morning after the park was evacuated. Mm-hmm. Obviously, their security division was probably absorbed in the Masroni some other way, but um, I think definitely with a second park going... Um, going Wonko <laughs> and InGen's name being involved, it's probably not a brand or a company name you'd want to uh, have involved anymore. So unless unless it was a bison buyout again after they then went Chapter 11, we don't really know. We don't get it in Dominion at all. But yeah, because we're going we're gonna to learn here True. all this sort of stuff is Lockwood and Mills and, um, and not InGen, all the stuff under Lockwood Estate, the lab... It's all, um, it's really, it's probably before InGen, but we're going to get to that when we get to, uh, the walk around and the dialogue we get about, um, the history of Lockwood and Hammond, but, but yeah, and we mentioned, like, back when we had the ticker tape about the volcano and everything, if, if the government or if anyone would step in to save animals at a zoo, um, an abandoned zoo or anything like that, Depending on what the animals are, <laughs> of course. I don't think you can get uh, Greenpeace going and try and rescue a T-Rex or Velociraptors, but um, I'm sure they'll be in there trying to get the baby Triceratops and Gallimimus and that out of the park, which does make you wonder, again, we don't really know if, if there was... Well, I suppose Camp Cretaceous shows us there was only really Viv and Tiv, more Mitch and Tiv, the poachers in Camp Cretaceous, um, whether anyone was sort of sneaking onto Nublar to rescue the petting zoo dinosaurs or anything. And probably not getting off the island alive anyway. No. The only time I can actually recall, I know that for the most part, like when there's like a hurricane or something coming, that most zoos will actually, that are left to the, it's left to the zookeepers basically to decide what to do with the animals. And in this case, Masrani seems to have all but abandoned mm. their zoo. I should, uh, I should mention, too, there is a ticker tape here of, from the broadcast um, saying Masrani Global mm. denies any obligations to the threatened animals. I, I did just with the payout, the 80, 800 million, there's no... It's just to wipe your hands of it and sweep it under the rug. If this, this volcano is exactly what they need to wipe the island out um, and what just wipe that pain in the <laughs> arse out, really. Yeah. They seem to be. They seem to effectively be um, washing their hands mm. of this entire venture, which, in effect, is kind of the argument people, uh, the people who are doing this, are making, to say that well, nobody else is going to help. We have to be the ones to do it, so that they go in and um, effectively are illegally poaching these animals, but are saying that. The only reason they're doing it is because nobody else will save them. <laughs> I can speed as long as I do it safely. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much. Even after now Dominion, now knowing that Bison was um, taking animals off sauna as well, granted they were going back to the sanctuary, but then um, being experimented on or whatever, cloned researched everything else well they have they did step in to save animals so there was good intention there but at the end of the day the intention was to further their profit development all that sort of thing as well it's not that's not really the right thing to do but 
Mm-hmm. It also makes me wonder why we don't have the the Jeff Bezos of the world or something stepping to say, well, yeah, I want to get all these animals back to my ranch or <laughs> or something, and um, and doing exactly what Eli's going to do. He's obviously just gets in quicker. Because as we know, as we get in the next couple of minutes, at this point, I feel that Mills's team, Ted Levine and all that, are already on Nublar, stripping the island. And the only reason Claire gets a phone call next minute oh, is yeah. because they've run into the problem with Blue. But we'll get to that when we get mm-hmm. a couple of minutes ahead, because there's a game. The time jumps in this movie are frustrating. <laughs> um, Claire mutters, uh, mutes the broadcast, um, which is weird because it sounds like the sound of a CRT being turned off. It's just that, that real iconic noise as she hits the mute button. But uh, she says they're all going to die and no one cares. Franklin says we do. And Claire turns to see everyone there. Um, they all care. But that's when a phone starts to ring on a desk. And Claire grabs Z's arm and tells him to give her a minute and let's get back to work. Uh, Claire picks up a phone and just says hello. No introduction at all. <laughs> um <laughs> Over the line, we can hear a stately woman. May I speak to Miss Deering? Uh, Claire says, this is Claire Deering. Um, The woman on the phone continues, Miss Deering, I'm calling from Benjamin Lockwood's estate. Would you mind holding for a second? And uh, Claire says, yes, of course, I'll hold, as the music begins to swell and the minute ends. And we're about to cut to Lockwood Mansion in Northern California. Again, not a lot here to discuss uh, in this minute, apart from... um, Masrani not wanting to do anything, and the Congress, the American government not wanting to do anything either, which I didn't mention earlier, but yeah. not only, yes, it's a privately owned island, but with it being more than 100 miles off the coast of Costa Rica, really, it's international waters, so it's not anyone's jurisdiction. And for the US to mount, mount a rescue operation or whatever, to go all the way down there to rescue the animals is just... I'm surprised they need Malcolm to convince them not to do it <laughs> in the end. But uh, looking over at novel comparisons briefly, uh, Claire cuts the audio as we hear about the incident being an act of God. We don't get to hear the private venture ending, so that was something added for the film uh, later after the novel was written. But that's minute 12. Dave, anything else to discuss before we get out of here for the week? No, I think we're good. 